It is time for Around the 412 with Smitty and Tyler. Welcome back to another episode of Around the 412, the third episode of this week. You get to see our faces for the third time if you're watching on YouTube. And you get to hear our voices for the third time if you're on the listening platforms. Yes, you are welcome. I am Tyler. That's Smitty. Uh, Go follow us on all of our social medias at Around the 412. Leave us a five-star review wherever you're listening to this podcast. And while you're listening to this podcast over on YouTube or the the listening platforms, we have a, a link in our description. Everything Custom Designs Facebook link. You've heard it for the third time this week, but Smitty, you know, again, if you're watching on YouTube, it's showing off the shirt um, or around the 412 merch through Everything Customs Design. So you can get some of that, but you can also get some customized clothing for yourself or your family. Um, she does a lot of holiday stuff. It's our friend Haley Wagner. She can also do a lot of Pittsburgh stuff, sports stuff, whatever you want. Just throw it out. Give her the idea. It's not going to be a hat, though. That's the only thing we know it's not going to be. But she could do a lot of sorts of stuff. So go check out the Facebook link. Hit her up, and she can get you hooked up with some pretty sick apparel this is the pirates episode and you know it's a rare occasion um because we're talking about the pirates in the pirates off season so something happens what is it (laughs) something happened well not only is the season just super close to starting by the way pitchers and catchers about to report by the time that we're talking next week we're going to be talking about spring training starting pitchers and catchers reporting expectations for the team those types of things um you know, with that being the case, they're kind of putting the finishing touches on what they want the roster to look like. Uh, you know, there were some rumors there with Gary Sanchez, so it made you think maybe they're still in the catching market. And lo and behold, they are Super Bowl Sunday. They sign Yasmani Grandal to what a one year deal. What, pi- yeah. what, what pirate kind of pirate timing is that? Yeah. Yeah. Imagine if the Steelers were in the Super Bowl and like the Pirates just drop that. Not that it's like a major thing. Like at this point in his career, uh, you know, I, I, that, that's what I'm going to talk about is like, what exactly does this move do? Like, does this move the needle for them at all? Um, you know, he's going to be 36 during the season, I believe next year or no, he's 35. His birthday's in November. So I guess he wouldn't be. Um, but yeah, 35 year old catcher. He's DH. He's played some first base. I think, you know, Pirates fans should be familiar with him. Spent, you know, some time with Milwaukee. Was obviously with the Dodgers. He had some decent seasons with the White Sox, but like at this point in his career, not really that anymore. Um, it's a name, obviously. Is he better than, you know, Ali Sanchez or Jason DeLay? Jason DeLay actually had a higher OPS last season than Yasmani Grandal did for the White Sox. I don't know. What do you make of this move? It's the name. <laughs> you, you literally said it best. Like, name yeah. recognition alone makes it interesting for fans, but I don't think this, like, moves the needle as, like, as far as, like, them bringing in a – everyday catcher i don't think that this is their go-to starter by any means even though he did play in a lot of games last year and then i i think that this could be some of the go-to somewhat but it also contradicts something that i saw earlier in the week uh last week whenever i saw that the pirates had said something along the lines of that they will they will try to get henry davis behind the plate as much as possible this upcoming season and like that, that that's contradicting bringing in another catcher. So I'm not sure how that's going to go, but I, I mean, it's a guy that can come in to compete. I, I think it's, it's a guy that has a lot of veteran experience and leadership for the clubhouse for a relatively young team. So that's always a good thing, but I don't know, know that this necessarily moves the needle for me personally, as far as like the player himself goes, like, I don't, I don't think that he's going to come in and have a like resurgence in Pittsburgh and, and, and open up the bat again and, and be a good player for them in their lineup. 
but I don't think he's an awful player either. Like he's he's just kind of there. He'll 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 do his thing. But I don't think that they got like a number one catcher out of this signing. Switch hitter, by the way. So you know those guys, I guess, always That's have a little bit more value. Huh? Yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't know that there's like a lot to be said here. Two time All Star, um, All MLB second team in 2019. That was when he was with the Brewers um, for that one season. Both times, or no, he made the all-star team with the Brewers that one. He only spent 2019 with the Brewers. Jeez, I thought he was there for more than one season. So he signed a one-year deal with them and then must have just cashed out. Signed for $18.25 million that year. Um, hit 28 home runs, 77, 77 RBIs, led the National League in walk percentage. Swung at the lowest percent of pitches, lowest percentage of pitches inside the strike zone. Yeah. OBP so, of 380 that season. Yeah. Yeah. So he balled out that year and then signed, obviously, the deal. Four years, $73 million with the White Sox. Now he's a free agent again. Um, I mean, it's hard to hate any one-year deal, right? Like, you know, just over $2 million, but like, I just, yeah, I don't necessarily get it. I would have definitely rather seen them go the Gary Sanchez route um, than the Yasmani Grandal route at this point in their careers. But uh, it is what it is. We'll see how that competition shakes out. You mentioned the Henry Davis thing. I do think that's interesting. So is it like a three-headed competition between him, DeLay, and Sanchez to be with Henry Davis? Or do two of these three guys make the club and we see primarily Henry Davis as a, as a DH or outfielder or whatever. And that's what I'm saying. Like I, I, I was skeptical of them actually making Henry Davis a starter um, anyway. And so whenever I saw that, that they were going to try to put him behind the plate as possible, I'm like, I don't know if they're just saving face or if this is like a legitimate thing that they're going to try to start him as much as possible. It's at, at catcher because mm-hmm. I, I had, been under the assumption and, and tell me if i'm wrong but like i just i just felt like they were trying to move him away from the position completely and just make him a, a fielding player like I, I didn't feel like they wanted him to be a catcher anymore that very well could be the case i mean how different is the conversation like if andy rodriguez is still here or like not still here because he's here but like he's not playing this upcoming <laughs> season um <laughs> hey I, I didn't mean that. got I meant, dark like, real quick jeez no if if Andy Rodriguez were playing games in 2024 for the Pirates, are, are we still are we having a conversation about Henry playing catcher at all? No, no, but we did. I mean, and that's my point. That, like, that's the thing for the organization's thought process with this. Yeah, and well, and that's where that's where I was at because obviously Andy gets hurt. But regardless of Andy getting hurt, I still thought that they would have Henry Davis as an outfielder predominantly, and then. You 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 figure it out at catcher. So if he's going to be your number one catcher, then I, I guess you would have a competition between um, between Grandall and and Delay. But I just I have a hard time believing that going into the season, Henry Davis is going to be the predominant catcher for the entire season. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't know. I'm I, as as curious as I am about the catcher thing. I'm even more curious about the pitching. Um, because I, I don't think like, do we think that this rotation is a finished prod product or like, you know, the last couple days here before they got to have their 40 man roster set and everything like that, are they going to add to it? I, I, where are you at with that? You know, I, I still think that they need to bring in a, a rotation arm, um, 100%. I, I, I think that the rotation is the clear cut. The, the, the pitching is the opposites on this team. I think that the bullpen, especially with the addition of Chapman, is like the clear-cut strength of this team top to bottom. 
obviously you've got some strength in the in players that are like, like the fielding positions but top to bottom i don't think there's a, a better strength in their bullpen and i feel the complete opposite about their pitching rotation you you've got mitch keller at the top and then you have a bunch of question marks about how they're going to perform with Oviedo not even coming back, you have a bunch of guys that you're not sure what they're going to look like. And to rely on that for a rotation, obviously having the bullpen you do, it makes it a little easier to swallow if that's going to be the case because you've got some some ground that they can make up if the pitcher doesn't go five innings. But, man, I, I think they need to bring in at least one more arm. Um and that's that's where I'm looking. As far as like fielding everything goes, I think they're covered there. I think that you just need to bring in at least one more starting arm because right now I think that the the rotation is pretty bare once you get past Mitch Keller because you really don't know what you're getting. Yeah, so let me throw a name out there that's been linked to the Pirates. It was it was thrown out there that uh, the Angels and Pirates are, you know, ha- have met with him several times, Domingo Herman, And, you know, he, he threw a perfect game last year for the Yankees. And that's kind of like what people have been talking about when the conversation really should be about the fact that, like, you know, this guy has a past, uh, was suspended 81 games for domestic abuse. I, you know, I don't know how the Pirates in Trevor Bauer put out there that like the Pirates just straight up said no to his agent in terms of interest. Like, and, and listen, I'm not advocating for the Pirates to sign Bauer here, but how can you like, oh, geez, I just shook my camera. How can you be so like not even considering him, like not even wanting to have a conversation with him, but you're interested in Domingo Herman. You've brought in a Rodas Chapman. You had G1 Bay on the roster. Like, I, I don't know. What kind of message are you sending PR wise here and the pirates might be the worst in terms in all of sports in terms of their PR, but what kind of message does this send? You know, if, if you are interested in this guy, you have the guys on the roster that you do. I, I don't know. I mean, do you care about that at all? Or where are you at with the interest reported interest in Domingo Herman? I mean, of course I'm going to care. I, I, I think that it's hard to take that out. Of I backed you into a corner I, there. I was like, yeah. hey, you better say that you're – are you against <laughs> domestic abuse? <laughs> yeah, just – oh, my gosh. I can just, just imagine. Uh, of course, I'm going to care about a player um, in his past, like, or what he does off the field. Like, there's, there's no denying that you're going to look into that as a fan. But I, I don't know how much – especially because you have people currently on the roster – that kind of go against that style of thinking. I don't know how much you could be against bringing in a guy like that. And I, I, I also might get canceled for this. I, they should 100% look into signing Trevor Bauer. 100%. And any Pittsburgh fan that wants to turn up their nose at the, the thought of signing Trevor Bauer, but you cheered Ben Roethlisberger for 20 years, I think you're nuts. I think you are nuts. 100% nuts. There weren't charges. They were all allegations. I understand there were lawsuits and everything. But if you, he was never arrested for anything. Ben was never arrested for anything. You cheered for Ben for 20, 20 years. And you had no problem with it. So to turn up your nose at somebody that was in a... Obviously not the same, but in a similar type of like situation, I, I, I think it's crazy. Um, and I understand that, that like you, you don't... You don't want that type of energy going into your ball club. You don't want that that type of uh, 
that that image on your ball club. But when you have someone like Araldus Chapman on your already on your team, I don't really think that there's much to to say against who you're bringing in. Like I, I and so obviously yeah. Domingo Herman, Trevor Bauer, those are two, those two are completely different. I and I'm 100 on bringing in Trevor Bauer. And obviously that's not even like being talked about by the pirates or anything like that. But that's personally for me, that's just what I would look into. But Domingo Herman, I understand that fans not might, might not like it, but apparently the pirates don't care. That's and, and whether, how you feel about that as, as a a fan towards your organization, I, that's up to you. And I get that, but it's just like whenever, Kareem Hunt gets released from the Kansas City Chiefs, and then immediately he's signed by the Cleveland Browns. Right, somebody's uh, gonna yeah. somebody somebody's is going gonna, to pick yeah. him up. Somebody's going to. Obviously, you might not want your team to be the one to do it, but mm-hmm. looking at the rotation, they they probably should be the team to do it. If I'm being completely honest, yeah, I'm never going to be the type of person to tell somebody else how to feel. Um, I think that you explained your position on that as well, too. That's why, like, I'm not even I'm not pushing for them to sign Bauer or anything like that. Personally, I'm just saying I don't know how you don't have interest in him if you do have interest in Domingo. Herman. Yeah, and, I, and that, I don't know if I came across clearly. Like, I'm not pushing for them to sign Bauer, but I think that if you're turning your no- nose up at Bauer and you're a pit fan of the Pittsburgh Steelers and Ben Roethlisberger, I think you're nuts. I think that you are. You're very biased on one side of it. Yeah. No, I th- and I think that that makes sense. I- I'm curious to see the route that this goes because I know that there's going to be like there will be a ton of backlash for sure if they sign Domingo Hormon or if, if you know, something does come to fruition with Trevor Bauer, but it doesn't even sound like they were interested in having that conversation. So I would say that to a lesser extent. Um, so that would be like the free agency route to go. It sounds like, you know, they want to be a finalist there. You look at his numbers from last year. He did have a perfect game last year, by the way, but, uh, outside of that perfect game was not very good. Uh, four, five, six ERA, uh, gave the Yankees 108.2 innings allowed 20 home runs, 34 walks, 114 strikeouts. Uh, wh- uh what the heck? That can't be real. Okay. Yeah, that was columns are messed up there 4.65 FIPS so he actually with a 4.56 ERA was a little bit lucky according to this uh 6.9 hits per nine I mean yeah I mean this is this is your run-of-the-mill starter basically like yeah should he could he be fine for the back end of the rotation sure is it doesn't make sense to add a guy like this for the PR nightmare that it would be maybe probably not. not (laughs) <laughs> so I don't know where that with that now trade route, which they could go. Uh, and I'm not, you know, this isn't typically what we do. We're not going to get on here and talk about online rumors or anything like that. Like just last week, right? Somebody put out there that it was a done deal between the pirates and Gary Sanchez. Imagine if we would have ran with that on here uh, and didn't do so. But this name has been mentioned with the pirates multiple times. These teams have been made trade partners online for a very long time. Uh, and somebody, uh, threw out there the idea that the par- Pirates and Marlins could be in talks for Edward Cabrera. Uh, this one's interesting to me. His name, like I said, has been mentioned to the Pirates multiple times. This person made it seem like talks were heating up and intensifying, which like there is right now 
within a 48 hour window, like I said, with like 40 man rosters having to be set um, to be like IL eligible and stuff like that throughout. The, like there's a 48 hour window right now where you could definitely see a lot more activity. And this is the time of recording this, by the way. So like by the time this actually gets released, that 48 hour window would have passed. So Edward Cabrera, I think very interesting. I don't think that he's like you're trading for what you hope that he is six foot five, 217 pound pitcher. Um, and he's, he's pitched less than 200 innings so far in the majors. I mean, came up in 2021. He only had 26 innings that year through 71.2 innings in 2022. This past year, 99.2 innings, uh, 4.24 ERA. Walks a lot of guys, though. Uh, 66 walks within those uh, 99 innings. So Don't fit uh, right in. watch hits for any pitch. Yeah, 1.445 watch per hits innings pitched. Uh, based on balls per nine to six. Um, 4.43 whip. So again, another guy or 4.43 that FIP. Uh, so another guy with his 4.24 ERA, probably a little bit lucky for it to be a 4.24. Interesting though. Um, still young. I mentioned just came up a couple years ago. How old is he? Doesn't even list his age on the page that I'm specifically. He is, uh, on. He was 25 last season. 23. He, he okay, will 20. he will turn 26 early in the season. Okay, so he's actually not like super young like I thought he was. He must, so he didn't come up until he was twenty three. For some reason, I thought he came up when he was like twenty one. Um, but anyways, definitely intrigued by this. I think that this is a guy that probably slots in in like the year number two, number three spot. But like, and for me at least, the ceiling is there for him to end up being better than Mitch Keller. I don't know if he'll get there, but I think like there is a world where he is their number one starting pitcher. I th- th- does he have game like that? I don't know. I honestly don't know if, if he has the pedigree to to do that. I mean, uh, yeah, that's why I said, like, I think that you're trading for the ceiling. But, like, I, I don't know what you give up in that case. Like, we, this is kind of, and I'm, I'm not trying to, like, tie in a conversation that's not to be had. But, like, we talked about Justin Fields a lot on the Steelers episode, right? Like, you're trading for, you have to trade for what he is, even though the Bears might want you to trade for his ceiling or other teams might be thinking, or your other fans might be thinking like you're trading for him because this is what his ceiling is. Cabrera has a very high ceiling, but like he hasn't been that yet. So how do you give up one of your top hitting prospects to acquire him? Because that's kind of in the talk. Like, is it going to take like tomorrow? I'm not trading tomorrow Johnson for him. Um, That's certainly not. Like Nick Gonzalez, I probably would. I think that, that that would be fair to start a trade with him. Um, and, and I saw somebody throw out like Jared Triolo. I, I like sure, but I don't know why the Marlins would have all that have much interest. interest in a guy like that. Yeah, like as part of it, sure, but he ain't the headliner of a deal. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, definitely interested in in a Cabrera trade if the Pirates can make that happen. Uh, would definitely feel a little bit better about the rotation. Again, I don't. I'm not looking at it as like, oh, this is a sure thing, frontline starter. I just I think the possibility is there for him to become that. Yeah. Well, I mean, based off of his stats last season, he'd be no different than a Bailey Falter or Martin Perez or Jeez. anybody else. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I but he'd can't be better see... than Quid Priester. How does that make you feel? Jeez. Yeah, I mean, that's the world that we live in. He did. Yeah, somebody mentioned like, you know, his, his F war from last season. Um, is a lot lower than what JT Brubaker's last full season was. So like, just why not wait on JT Brubaker to be back? I, I, I like, I, if Edward Cabrera does not end up panning out, then sure. I, I, I don't know. I'm, 
I keep saying the same thing. I, I'm certainly very interested in the player just because I like the profile and what he could be, but I'm not throwing a bunch of assets at this like it's a sure thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's crazy? Uh, looking at uh, Quinn Priester's FIP, 6.74, and his ERA was uh, 7.74. Oh, geez. He was a little unlucky, huh? So he was he unlucky. Under seven. So, re- so, so really <laughs> what we're saying is, like, he's not that bad. Uh, no, he's definitely bad. <laughs> he was just—he wasn't as bad as he could have been. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Or no, he was no, worse than he should have been. He was worse than he should have been. Yes. Yeah. All right. Anything else pirates related? <sighs> no. It'll be an interesting time of year to only have. Pirates and Penguins, no football. I mean, obviously we'll have mm-hmm. football content, but like no actual games to talk about for the next seven months. Yeah, get uh, get excited for uh, the combine will be coming around. The NFL draft will be coming around. Um, and then you know before we know it, we blink in the seasons here. The way the off season goes, well, free agency obviously before the draft. So, but this is the Pirates show. So don't get don't get us wrong. We're excited for baseball, even if we don't act like it. Listen, like I not that I'm like sitting here trying to talk myself into the Pirates being contenders, but like before every season starts, I talk like I, I get super excited for baseball season to start for at least the first and then it starts months. and you're like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, no matter where they are in the standings, I love going to games. I haven't I haven't gone to as many games since you moved away because like you and I would go more often than like I would go with anybody else. But yeah. You know, I've I I will I would be willing to go to PNC Park for PNC Park pretty much any time. Yeah, same, same. It's kind of like when we were a kid; we didn't realize how bad they were. Yeah, my dad. Now I, we I just now we just realize here. it, but we don't care. I think I've said this on here before, but my dad's company, uh, well, the company I worked for now, but I obviously didn't at the time. Growing up, had season tickets for like the longest time, like my entire childhood. Growing up, they got rid of them after 2010 i think uh-huh. which is like the last year where they were like completely irrelevant like 11 they were good for the yeah. first half 12 they were yeah, good 2010, for the first half they won 57 games yeah so like they got rid of those season tickets at the worst possible time uh-huh were they like and then, were they a box no but they were two rows behind the away team's dugout oh, okay so like a lot of autograph opportunities yeah absolutely um, but anyways, don't know where I was going with that. Just a little nugget of information that we had. My dad's company had very bad luck with their or bad poor judgment on their part, I guess. Didn't realize where the team was heading in a couple seasons by not renewing those season tickets. Uh, anyways, like subscribe to the notification bell here. Hit us in the comments with thoughts on anything. Where do you think uh, the pirates are going to go? If anywhere to fill out their starting rotation, how do you feel about the team going into 2024? Leave us a five-star review. If you are listening somewhere else, check out the description, everything, custom designs, t-shirts, hats, a bunch of different stuff. Wait, I said hats, t-shirts, hoodies, not hats. Sorry. <laughs> False information. Uh, maybe one day we hope and pray that that happens one day. Our friend Haley Wagner, small business, everything, custom designs. The link is in the description. Uh, leave us a five-star view if you listen somewhere else, Apple, Spotify, wherever it might be. For Tyler, for Smitty, this has been the Round the 412 Pirates Show. We'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye.